CT Pod. It is July the 26th, 2022. We are glad you're uh, joining us here on another week. And make sure you head over to 3CountThursday.com. You'll find all of the social media links, all of our uh, you know podcast platforms, YouTube merchandise over at tpublic.com and uh, everything else 3CT related. Uh, make sure you do subscribe to the show. If you have not done that already, tell somebody about the show uh, if you enjoy it and if you think they would as well to uh, get as many people involved in the 3CT podcast family uh, that we can uh, that we can do. Um, Tim, Matt, Jim, uh, we are all here. Ryan, I, well, I think we'll be jumping on with us here in just uh, a, a little bit, um, but how are you guys doing this week? I'm good. No complaints. All righty. Uh, let's jump right into this one. We will, uh, we will go back to the overrated, underrated, uh, kind of a, a mixed bag of, uh, of topics for this week. Uh, this one, uh, because this past Sunday was their documentary on A&E and I will give credit to A&E because I remember what we were talking about the, the series of documentaries as they were coming out. Uh, was it Undertaker, Goldberg, the Bella Twins? I and I'm trying to remember the ones that are still coming. Uh, I think Edge is on there. WrestleMania one. WrestleMania one is Rey Mysterio. I don't know why Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. sticks out, but the the ones so far that that I have watched the the Undertaker one and the Goldberg one they they've had. I, I know it's similar information to everything else that that we've already seen and we already know. Um, but I, I feel like they have um, some different people interviewed and featured on the uh, documentaries. I know the Undertaker one, like they had a lot with him, him and his mother, which I don't recall her even being on the part of the last ride. Um, I know like Goldberg's wife um, was was heavily involved uh, with the Goldberg one. So so some different characters that I don't think we 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 have seen before. Um, in the in like the previous presentations of some of these these videos and, and documentary series, so um, I've been enjoying them. I haven't caught up with the uh, the Bella Twins yet. So, um, but we will start with overrated, underrated, the Bella Twins. Tim, mm, as a collective, overrated. Okay, okay, I think. I think Nikki is underrated and I think Brie is overrated. My man. A lot of people <laughs> a lot of people make Brie out to be like this patron saint of women's wrestling. Uh, <laughs> and like okay. Well, if people are doing that then yes. <laughs> That's then like, they put her they put her on the same pedestal as Nikki. And they're not even in the same league. All right. Uh, Nikki is head and shoulders above Brie, but they're uh, not equal. So, like, I wouldn't say Brie is a WWE Hall of Famer, but I'd say Nikki is. But as a but as, as a collective, do you agree? With, as a collective, overrated. they are. Yep. Um, and, and Hall of Famers, do you think as a collective they are Hall of Famers? No. Ooh, okay. Uh, Matt, overrated, underrated, the Bella Twins. Overrated as a team, as individuals, <laughs> as authors, as reality as show authors. actresses. They podcast are over- <laughs> across the Oh my board. god, that podcast. Overrated. Um, I mean, I, I appreciated them for what they did at, at one point, but it was before like WWE was really taking women's wrestling seriously, I think. And then they tried to ride the coattails of when they were doing that. And um, I don't think Either of them would necessarily be Hall of Famers on their own. Nikki, you could make a case for just because of the title reign, but I think uh, a lot of that just had to do with who they were replacing uh, in terms of the previous title reign holder um, and some pettiness involved in that that manner. So that um, I would say both of them are overrated as a collective too. Okay, um, as a collective, um. I'll go. I think I'll go slightly overrated as as a collective. Um, I I agree with Tim in the assessment of Nikki underrated, Brie overrated. Um, I, I I think 
for the long for a long time. Um, th- Let's just be clear: Nikki is certainly overrated on this podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Um, yes, there's two big reasons that she is overrated <laughs> on this podcast for me. Um, it, like the personality and, and her title reign. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, well, I, right. There's no yeah, nothing the, else I could be talking. You know, about. it's all fake, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All of it, all all of those things are fake. Um, Thanks be thanking your honor. <laughs> um, but but like, there was there was a time when them just the twins magic and and not being like the greatest in ring performers we've ever seen was fine because they were in the divas era. Um, as yeah. as the WWE shifted what they did, I think Nikki did a pretty good job at. At, at, at transitioning the time now she was never going to be and she never and she wasn't you know better than charlotte or becky or sasha or bailey or or oscar um but i think she also held her own and she had her place in what was the new wwe women's division i, I don't think brie ever got better than what she ever was I will say my favorite Brie Bella moment that I can recall is her on the top rope screaming Brie mode and then whiffing, completely whiffing on the drop kick. It was like, that's just Brie Bella's career to a T. And and the the screaming in the car with Kane. Um, Those (laughs) pinnacle. Those two moments are peak Brie Bella. I will say both of their themes are underrated. Oh, the themes are are spectacular, uh, both in and of themselves. But yeah, I, I think I think Brie is overrated because I think a lot of people, and and I wonder if it's because of or at least partially because of Brie is married to Daniel Bryan. Nikki was was with what she was with Ziggler at one point. She was then with Cena. Now she's with the the dancer dude. Like I think for a long time, like Brie got held up was held up and, and, and elevated by Daniel Bryan. So like I think people just like they they, they hated they hated Nikki more. So so they, they, they had Brie on a pedestal she didn't belong on. So I would go I would go Brie individually overrated. Um I, I think as a collective, like when you look at when you look at WWE, um the longevity, the title reign um like what they brought when they brought it i i think i'm fine with the 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 bella twins being hall of famers but individually i think nikki would be the only hall of famer out of the two um the next one the wwe universe uh i i understand this one can kind of can be taken a lot of different ways you could literally take it as like all wwe fans you could take it as you know, whatever the WWE presents the quote-unquote WWE universe as, you could take it as as just the internet collective of fans. But but however you interpret the WWE universe, or even just the terminology in and of itself used by WWE, uh, but however you interpret the WWE universe, Matt, overrated, underrated. Um, cool. You know what? I will actually go underrated because I will separate the WWE universe from a lot of other things and just leave it as its own collective um, and say that there are probably people that don't give it the credit it deserves. All right, Tim. The pandemic proved that the WWE universe is terribly underrated. Yeah. Um, you know, WWE, as much as they wanted to say that the show can't be done without them, they literally tried with the Thunderdome. And granted, they did a great job simulating a live audience for the duration of the Thunderdome era of the WWE. But boy, it was almost unwatchable at times Mm -hmm. with just the amount of can noise, the, the screen people, just the delay of people clapping and reacting to things, throwing people off Uh, the, the the geniuses who throw pictures of Chris Benoit's face up and then get kicked off. Like 
WWE Universe underrated. Yeah, I, I, the, the looking, looking back at, at like the Thunderdome versus how like the NBA and and I think some others did like the virtual fan thing. I think, I think WWE kind of screwed up a bit by kind of allowing any and all backgrounds to, to, um, to, to be. I, I know on, uh, I think the NBA and I think some others like they asked for you to like be in front of as blank of a wall as possible so they could almost like green screen you to to whatever backdrop the nba chose because like that that and and it 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 was okay at the time you know because it was all we had but now like when you look back at some of the video clips and things from from the the thunderdome it is it is very off really offsetting for the eyes to just see all of those little squares with every different background and whatever i will say it was cool to to do it i i I was in the thunderdome a few times um and it was kind of just like a neat experience um to like try to find yourself on on the screen and whatnot but uh yeah i i'm I'm gonna agree i'm gonna agree with both of you guys like the when when you remind yourself that the the WWE universe is bigger than social media. Um, the the WWE universe is is vastly underrated, and and like I know a lot of people that have gone to house shows uh, even before the pandemic, but like post pandemic, and man. It, it actually kind of made like I mean I want to go to a, a TV show I know there's a pay-per-view coming up in, in Philly in October I think Extreme Rules I'm going to try to to you know I'd like to go to that but like I, I almost like just want to go to a house show like just to just to kind of like go out and like be amongst the crowd and enjoy like I know people who like they don't they don't seek out to go to to TV Cause like Monday Night Raw, that's a long night sitting in that crowd. I've been in that crowd. SmackDown's long as well, but like a house show is like just a different flavor. It's just people out having fun, and 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 the the wrestlers get to play to the crowd a bit. So, uh, yeah, definitely vastly underrated is the uh, the WWE universe. Uh, next one we have the Money in the Bank ladder match, Tim. overrated okay the money in the bank contract i think is appropriately rated but the ladder match itself it almost like skews plus three points like every every mate like every big uh, money in the bank ladder match just starts at three stars and then goes from there. Okay. But then we get money in the bank from this year. Two thumbs down. <laughs> but of course, it's like ah, it was money in the bank, so it was okay. Um, do you think that it having its a it it ha- having its own pay per view? has made it harder for it to remain as like special as it was. Like, do you think if possibly like they did the women's money in the bank at SummerSlam and the men's money in the bank at WrestleMania, if it would make the matches better and feel more important? Jim, there's two nights of WrestleMania. Well, there is. That's right. You're right. There is two nights. That that, that is fair. (laughs) But like, I, 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 I also one on the other. Whichever, whichever paper, whichever, if the women are main eventing night one, then the women's main money in the bank goes on night two. Okay. And if the men are main eventing, like whichever one is main eventing, the other, the other gender does the the money in the bank for that night. All right. I think Ryan's with us now. Ryan, can you hear us? Hello, everybody. Hi, Ryan. Can you hear we can hear you. You're coming through loud and clear, oh, my guy. Um, all right, we are we are doing uh, overrated, underrated. Um, 
Let's do oh, it. I didn't miss it. Let's do a rapid catch up to 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 where you're at um with us. Overrated, underrated, the Bella Twins. Nikki over Bree under. Oh, wrong. Uh overrated, underrated, the WWE universe. Us. Overrated. Okay. All right, we are at the money in the bank ladder match and Ryan, uh Tim just presented his uh we'll go to you money in the bank ladder match overrated underrated well the ladder match itself uh the concept i think is an underrated concept what is actually overrated is giving it its own pay-per-view um i would much rather see it on mania all right matt match itself underrated okay yeah match itself would be underrated um, the actual act of cashing in your money in the bank briefcase is overrated, and the pay-per-view itself is overrated. What about the referee never knowing? Underrated. What? <laughs> uh, yeah, the match. The match itself, um, because because it's tied to the pay-per-view, I feel like it has become a bit overrated because, like. We're we're just you know we're just so used to now okay, okay it's money in the bank time and then like every every match you know has to live up to to matches of the past and 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 because you know it's because it's tied to the pay per view and like yes Tim I agree there there's two nights of WrestleMania you could do one each night I I also think it could be an interesting thing to look at and Ella if you want to do the women's at WrestleMania and do the men's at SummerSlam that's fine I I, I actually think it would be it could potentially yield some longer runs as the a briefcase holder if you have them winning the the contracts or, or winning the briefcases different times of the year cuz like you know th- th- it's hard enough for WWE to do long-term booking now you want them to do two uh two money in the bank winners on the same night that is just too much for this company to handle. Uh, so we usually how see about, the. How about there always be a briefcase in play then? Once one gets cashed in on the next pay per view, there's a Money in the Bank ladder match to crown a new champion. Then you carry it with you. That. Because then it becomes a title, and then you might as well defend Money in the well, Bank. Well, that, that's true. They've done that already. Yes, but then it would be consistently defending the the Money in the Bank. All right, that's fair. But yeah, I, I think get rid. Well, I mean, just in general, get rid of TLC and Hell in a Cell and Money in the Bank as pay per views. Go back to finding some sort of name for for a pay per view. Um, you know, even Extreme Rules. Like you're, I guarantee you, October is going to roll around. There's going to be one, two at most, Extreme Rules matches on that show, and you're going to have a six or seven match card. And it's like, what are we doing here? I'm fine with Hell in a Cell. But I'll give you no more TLC, no more Extreme Rules. Unless somebody loses an eye, then you can keep Extreme Rules. That's right. <laughs> Ray, Little 20 Ray. years in the WWE, it's your turn. Give it up again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 would, I would like to see the... Uh, the money in the bank pay-per-view uh, go away. Um, and then lastly for overrated, underrated commentary table spots. Uh, Matt, we'll go with you. Um, Overrated. I think that we have seen enough of them. I have anyway. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, in a world where they just keep tables underneath the ring and you can just set a table up anywhere, you know, and, and without Marinello, the old Mamma Mia, is it even a table spot anymore? Well, you're not wrong there, Ryan. Overrated. <laughs> Mamma Mia! If a table breaks at a wrestling event and there's... There's no no more to yell, Mama. Or no, or no, Jim Ross with his uh, subtle racism. Uh, <laughs> is it really a table spot? I'm a bitch. Um, Tim, I'm gonna go underrated because with the with the commentary table spot, there's a chance that table's not gonna break. 
True. And there ain't nothing cooler. Just take, just close your eyes and remember a time in which Randy Orton threw a very small Indian boy <laughs> in the air and bounced him off the commentary table, only for Orton to then go yeesh. Like whoops. <laughs> if you get rid of the commentary table bump, that is gone. No mas. That's I, I don't think commentary table spots should go away. Um, but I'm gonna say slightly overrated because they, they just they they happen far too frequently. Um, you know, like and I again I know it was a joke, like every, once a pay per view uh, they would they would go through the Spanish table, and then that one time they were going they started taking all the stuff off the regular table, and Jr. on commentary said the words, "What are they doing? We're not Spanish." Um, you know, it, it, it presents itself uh, for for some interesting moments. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man, that was kind of funny. I mean, hilarious. They'd be always beating up the Spanish announce table, right? I mean, I get it, but like. Yeah, I'm the bitch. Uh, but like, it, it, I think it just they they happen almost almost too much anymore. Like, if if you if you have them less, they will mean more. Um, so that uh, we'll we'll close the book here on the overrated underrated. Uh, we have two other things for this one. Uh, we have fill in the blanks. We're all gonna bring uh, a fill in the blank to the table, and I also want to try. Um, maybe this will work. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe it won't. I don't know. Um, but a, a word association grab bag. I have a, I have a bucket here with just a bunch of different things. We'll go around. Obviously I won't participate because I know what they all say. Uh, do you guys have a preference of, of which one we want to try next? Do we want to do fill in the blanks? Do we want to do the grab bag? Jim, you're the host. I know, but you I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm letting, in, letting you guys, uh, help s steer the ship. Yeah, just host the damn show. Okay, let's try the grab bag. <laughs> let's try the grab bag. So I got. Uh, you know what, Jim? Let's try the grab bag. Uh, it, thank you, Tim. I appreciate your input. I have a. Uh, I have a Fisher's popcorn bucket here. Oh, Ryan, you're missing out on such great visual. Like it looks Man. like Big Jim's two hand jerking Devin right now. <laughs> no, his. You know this. This is I only. This, this is only the. This bucket doesn't have enough girth. I would say this is only the medium tub, you know, so so it's not it's not quite accurate to to the old or as or as Devin calls it, medium chub <laughs> to the old to the old big dicker himself. That's, but that's Devin at half mass. <laughs> yeah. that's pre Mount that's, Everest. That's, that's uh, that's this is like Devin in winter time right here. Is that's him. That's him. That's him just making it up the steps of the Philly Art Museum. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got i don't know there's we're not gonna probably go through all of them here i did i think i threw like 38 oh, or is something. that ryan nothing <laughs> keep moving i i threw like 30 some odd into the into the bucket so we'll we'll just go for a little while um and i'll just go around uh go around the room ryan we'll start with you uh favorite venue madison square garden Okay. We'll go to uh, if you want to add any any extra to to the the thought process to them, you can do that. If not, if not I thought this was rapid. Or can we just go? We'll just go rapid fire. Um, Matt, favorite pay per view? Uh, Great Balls of Fire. No, it's Royal Rumble. <laughs> uh, all right, Tim. Dream match. Fudge versus cotton candy? <laughs> no. Um Seth Rollins versus Kenny Omega. Ooh. Ooh. Like that. Ryan. Roller coaster. The Phoenix. A beautiful Knoble <laughs> amusement park in Ellisburg, Pennsylvania. The Super Duper Looper. <laughs> uh, Matt, favorite song? Um, Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. Good song. 
Tim. Favorite moment in wrestling? Sting winning the... No. Sting winning the WCW title at Starcade 97. Okay. All right. Ryan. Pizza. Sausage. Thank you. If you didn't say that... I'm a sausage guy. I was going to hang up on you. Uh, Matt. Madison Square Garden. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tim. Fuck the Knicks. Tim. Viscera. Underrated big man. Okay. All right. Ryan. Remembered, remembered more for, remembered too much for being Mabel and not enough for being Viscera. Okay. All right. I'm going to agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, Ryan, favorite wrestling stage or set? Oh, boy. Um, WrestleMania 29 pops out in my head. Mm, that was a good one. Above the that was a good no, one. No, I lied. 33. Like roller coaster. 33. Okay. All right. Uh, Matt, Hell in a Cell. Um, doesn't need to be a pay-per-view. Okay. Tim, favorite SummerSlam match? Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, SummerSlam 02. All right. Ryan. Best, best opener in SummerSlam history. Ooh, okay. Ryan, McDonald's. Big Mac. Nice. Nice. Matt. Special sauce. Ooh, love that. 12 beef patties. 12 beef patties. <laughs> pickles on that, Ryan? Uh, I, uh, I I order a plan. I take the pickles off. Wow. Do you eat the pickles or you just garbage them? Just garbage pickles. Yeah, they're starving kids, the worst, Ryan. The worst pickle in the business. Hmm. That feels that feels like a podcast topic in and of itself. We'll get there. All right, Matt, steel cage match. Um, an underrated specialty match. All right, Tim, candy. Motherfucker, how circus peanuts did not pop in your head immediately? <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't know if I want to go with like a statement on candy or just my favorite candy. Um, good when I really want it, trash when I don't. Oh, I actually agree with that. Uh, Ryan, TNA Wrestling. TNA Wrestler. <laughs> Oh, boy, the first thing that would pop in my head is Jim Snuggle Buddy, AJ Styles. <laughs> All right. Uh, Matt, Dan Housen. Um, Excited to see where we go with this. Tim, best gimmick. Fuck. Um, sad Corbin. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, love it. Love the answer. I love that answer. Um, yep, love it. Fat, shabby, tabby cat. Ryan, ECW. Uh, the Rise and Fall of ECW documentary is uh, the first thing that comes to mind. It is the greatest documentary the WWE's ever put out. All right. Matt. Disco Inferno. Uh, um, overrated song, underrated wrestler. Oh, okay. Uh, Tim, the what chance? If the what chance died today, <laughs> I would be the happiest man in the world. What? <laughs> uh, Ryan, SummerSlam. Um, 
Next best thing to Summerfest. <laughs> we will ban you from the Summerfest. Summer slammed out. Uh, Matt, Goldberg's streak. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, um, went too long. All right. Tim, you had the best, now the worst gimmick. T.L. Hopper. Good answer. Uh, Ryan, Babyface. R&B singer. All right. That's it. There it was. There it was. Uh, Matt, best unsigned indie wrestler. Um, Jeez. Um. Can I say Matt Cardona? You can. He's an indie wrestler. Okay. Speaking of indie wrestlers, Thursday night, this uh, this coming Thursday, live with us, Bro Keller, independent wrestler, will be joining us uh, on the show. Matt so, Cardona. So make sure you check uh, check us out live when uh, when Bro is joining us. Uh, Tim, heel. Dude, Bro's a good guy. I'm excited to talk to him. Are you not? You're not with us on Thursday, are you? I don't know. I'll be uh, I'll be riding back probably from vacation. I had to cut my vacation a day short. Ooh, that's no fun. Uh, no, Tim, it ain't. Tim heel. Achilles. Okay, Ryan. I'm I'm so glad this one came to you. Diner food. Chicken croquettes. Nice, nice. Matt and ooh. Big Judy's booty. There you go. <laughs> um, That's a meal of itself. Underrated, underrated platter there. <laughs> Matt, Philly. Greatest city in America. <laughs> um, Tim, WCW Nitro. Couldn't finish the job. Yeah, uh, that, that's a great description of Monday Night Nitro. Uh, Ryan, favorite ring announcer that's not the Fink? Carolina Jim. Justin Roberts. <laughs> uh, Matt, least favorite SummerSlam match? Um, oh, I have an answer. This upcoming one with Baron Corbin. <laughs> That's going to be great. It's going to be so good. Tim, what, what would be yours for that one? Bray Wyatt Kane Ring of Fire. Oh, yeah. God awful. Strong candidate. Uh, Tim, worst Chris Jericho gimmick. Worst Chris Jericho gimmick? Yeah. Um, this may get me canceled in 2022. Uh, but I've affectionately referred to Chris Jericho's uh, return to the WWF the first time, uh, the gay wizard gimmick. The short, short hair, sparkly vest. Uh, I hated this, like, not quite Jericho, but almost Jericho. But, yeah, the, the code breaker Jericho. Stupid idiot! Um, gay wizard and across all platforms. Or you know, gay magician, <laughs> not gay wizard, gay magician. Not to be confused with the grand wizard that he's playing now. Yeah, the grand wizard right now, top three Jericho gimmick of all time, because he'll 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 light you on fire. Whatever. Well, and I mean, because he believes in this gimmick too. Uh, Ryan, Mean Gene. Fuck, dead. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, Matt, send hook. Um, overused by Mark <laughs> and, and Tim. You you had the you had the worst. Now you have the best Jericho gimmick. Um, for a certain subsect 
Um, some would say that the pain maker from Wednesday uh, might be his best because he just looks like he's ready for uh, January 6th part two. Um, but if I have to pick an actual favorite gimmick, it's the No Country for Old Men um, sycophant Jericho. All right. They're going to do the sign. They're this doing is- the sign. <laughs> All right, that was fun. We actually made it through all of them. Uh, right I think there. Right there was the worst Jericho gimmick, commentator Jericho. Yeah, without without a doubt, uh, I'll agree with that one. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll do that uh, from time to time. Uh, we can we can throw some together if you guys ever want to uh, come I up come up with some uh, and 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 get get me to actually give some answers as well. Uh, you can do that uh, from time to time. So. Let's uh, let's do fill in the blank. Each of us uh, are bringing a fill in the blank to the table this week. Does anybody want to lead off with theirs? I will go first. All right, Tim. Blank is the best entrance theme in wrestling today. Ooh. Ooh. Holy shit. That's not the most over. Not the most over. The best. And I actually, I actually have an answer as well. All right, I think I'm good. To go. Ryan, go ahead. Because I feel like if something is going to be the best, it also has to be very over with the fans. Um, one that that everybody wants to be part of. Um, I think we we talked a couple of years back about like the yes movement. Was something that was very crowd interacting, interacting, um, and it makes you want to be part of the crowd which sells tickets and makes something the best. I will say Judas, uh, Chris Jericho's theme is probably the best entrance theme used today. It's a great song. It's it went platinum or gold or some shit, um, and it gets the fans on speed every time. You want to sing along with it, uh, Judas by Chris Jericho. I think it went copper last week. I think is what it was. Um, I can't remember. Stoppers too much on too much on the scrap market. <laughs> uh, Judas is a strong one. Um, I'm gonna go for for a similar. No, no, I talk myself. I'm t- talking myself out of it. If, if Tim or you or Matt have one, feel free to. To chime in because I'm still rolling through a couple in my head. Tim, I think you said you did have one, I right? Do. Or are you waiting until? Oh, I can go right now. Yeah, go ahead. Um, right now for me, the best wrestling, the rest, best wrestling theme right now is absolute Ricky Starks' theme. Okay. When that music hits, it just it makes me feel a certain thing, like. It, it fits him perfectly. I uh, I could listen to it right now. I'll give mine. Um, up until a few weeks ago, it would have been Orange Cassidy's use of Where's My Mind by the Pixies. Uh, but since he's not using that anymore, uh, I will go to another one that always kind of puts a smile on my face when I hear it outside of a wrestling type setting. And that would be um, Punk's use of cult personality. Okay. All right. Um, I was leaning between two and, and I'm, I'm going to go cause Tim, you, you saying that it, that it fits the person best. I, I'm going Roman Reigns. Like it's it, like, it, it's, it's not the best bop in the world. You're probably not putting it on driving around in your car, but like, I just feel like when, when, when you, when you talk about a, a a wrestling theme fitting the 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 person the character the gimmick um the 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 switch when when they when we finally pulled the trigger and switch roman's music i don't think there is a more perfect song to fit bloodline head of the table roman reigns than, than the song they have now i i was i was also thinking about rollins because i think his current music fits him extremely well and with what he's doing but but i think and and to Ryan's point, the interactive part with the crowd, but I, I just I gotta go Roman. I gotta go Roman with this one. Yeah, there's a lot of good interactive crowd ones too, like Jungle Boys. Um, mm-hmm. 
Ballers yep. used to be uh, a really <laughs> fun one for the Adam crowd. Cole. Adam Cole, yeah. Um, John yeah. Moxley. AEW team as well. All yeah. about the boom. I think that fits him really good. Just, I mean, just as good as the Undisputed Era's team was. I, I think maybe even a little better, if we're if we're being honest about it. I think all about the boom hits, hit, slaps harder than than the Undisputed Era to me. Um, Got a bop, man. Um, all right, Tim, that was a good one. Uh, Ryan or Matt, do you want to give guys give your fill in the blanks? I can since Ryan has a wrestling one. I'll break up. Oh, the that's, fair. that's fair. That's um, fair. Mine is not wrestling related, but more food related. So blank, and you can take this however you want. Blank has the best ice cream. Okay. Got it. Go ahead. I'm going to go with Dumpster's Dairyland on the Ocean City Boardwalk. That is the creamiest soft serve ice cream I've ever eaten. I, uh, I will always opt for soft serve over hard dips. Um, so Dumpster's Dairyland in Ocean City, Maryland. That's a good one. Uh, I got mine. I'm going to go Greco's, uh, homemade ice cream right here in, in the, uh, the 717 in Lidditz. Um, they have, they have soft, they have homemade hand dipped, uh, their variety of flavors changes daily. Um, and, and all of its all of it's fantastic. Like you can, you can go in and you can sample a couple before you, uh, before you get them. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go hometown love here with Greco's. Tim, you look, are you deep in thought on the, I am cause it's ice cream. Um, <laughs> y'all are going to, y'all are going to hate my answer. Y'all are going to hate it. Okay. Hate, hate, hate. Okay. But that's okay. You know, it's a meme. But when that ice cream machine be working, the dollar McDonald's ice cream vanilla cone. Dude, I love that spot. I love the vanilla cone from McDonald's. Give me a vanilla cone all day. Like in a pinch, it's the perfect amount of ice cream. The consistency is perfect. The cone is perfect. The dollar menu vanilla cone. A couple years ago, the one in Lidditz, man, they gave you a shitload for that dollar. They were definitely losing money on that ice cream, but it was uh, <laughs> it was it was great. Uh, Matt, yeah, I've I've always been a, a Ben and Jerry's guy. I think I'm more so now because I, I like that they stand behind like their message, behind their politics. They try to do a lot of stuff with donations too. So, I mean, you can feel good while eating ice cream, which isn't always the case. Um, so if, if I'm in the grocery store getting some ice cream, it's going to be Ben and Jerry's. Um, but if I'm out somewhere and I want soft serve, I am likely going to DQ. Oh, DQ is good. Although I think, I don't know, like, I can't remember the last time I've gotten a, uh, just like regular like ice cream cone there. I usually go blizzard. But we uh, just went the other day and I got the the vanilla cone dipped in the chocolate and it was See, I got to I got to remind myself that that they have that there cuz I love I love a dip top. Uh freeze and frizz in Lidditz. Yeah. Always had the dip top. I would get that now, every week. Secondary question here, if you're getting ice cream cake, are you going Carvel or are you going DQ or do you have another that you lean towards? Oh, dude, it's been a long time since I had an ice cream cake, and, and this is the second. So they were talking about it on uh, on Preston and Steve like last week. They were talking about I, I, I'm going to just need to get a fucking ice cream cake, maybe for mm -hmm. maybe for SummerSlam next or this uh, this Saturday. Uh, we should have some, some ice cream cake, uh, but I'll probably go Carvel for the ice cream okay. cake. The last time I went into a DQ was the one over in uh, in Ephrata. And I was I was gonna get an ice cream or a blizzard. I was set on it. And then uh, they also do orange Julius is there. And I couldn't pass up an orange Julius, and I didn't want to yeah. feel like a total glutton. Get I, I can't Julius. remember the last time I had an orange Julius, man. It was at the Berkshire Mall in Reading, so it's at least been a good 
10 years, maybe 15 for me. Get yourself an orange, Julius, and enjoy the trip down memory lane. Yeah. Oh, man. I used to make them all the time back in the day. Like, when, when we had to do our middle school, like, cookbooks for computer class. You did an orange, like, Julius? Everyone would be like, bring in a recipe, and, like, 17 people would have an orange, Julius <laughs> recipe. So you could just open to any page, and you're like, oh, there's oh, orange, there's Julius. Oh, there's an orange, Julius. And let me turn to page 12 for an orange, Julius. Wait, is this just an orange, Julius book? I think this is just an orange, These Julius These are all book. the exact same recipe. Like, what the hell? Uh, thanks, Google. Um... All right, Ryan, you have a fill in the blank? Yeah, I will go back to professional wrestling. Um, and my fill in the blank is the most underrated TNA era wrestler is blank. Wow, okay. Got underrated it. TNA era wrestler is blank. Over underrated? Under? under underrated. Okay. Got it. All right, go ahead, Tim. Tim. Even though he was a megastar, he was still underrated. The alpha male Monty Brown. Oh, damn. That's a good, good answer. Choice. Very good choice. Should have been, should have been TNA champ. Should have been NWA world champion. Like that. He was, oh my God, dude. He was. He was like charismatic, funny, black Goldberg, man. Like, how do you miss on Bonnie Brown? Well, you end up sticking in with Raven to do a bunch of uh, Raven matches. That'll do it. Yeah, the Clockwork Orange House of Funs and the Monsters Ball, whatever. So when you, okay, just general time frame-ish when you're saying TNA era, are you going? Before switching it to impact. So that when did when did the impact switch happen? All right, know. and AJ Styles was in TNA. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Just I'm just trying to give myself a, a a bit of a bit of a time frame here. I can go if you would like me to. Yeah, to yeah. Feel free if you have. I, if I you... had a list of a couple wrestlers. Monty Brown was one of my wrestlers listed. I think um, pound for pound, the most athletic wrestler that they had on their roster at the time was Elix Skipper. And um, to stick him in a tag team um, was one thing, but then to really not do anything with, with that team or, or himself on a singles run, I thought was, um, I thought they really missed the mark um, and really let down what, what Elix Skipper could really do. So my uh, choice would be Elix Skipper. Okay. Uh, Matt, do you have one? Um, I mean, I know he was big in TNA, but I don't think he ever actually had the TNA title, and that would be Jay Lethal. I know he was X Division like every other week, but I don't think he ever actually got the main Impact title. So that could, I guess, that would be my answer as someone that, in terms of, never got the the main belt. Yeah, I just I need to look up one. Some programs around Jay Lethal. I think in that era you can look at like the him and Ric Flair shit. He was um, mimicking the Macho Man, doing some great great stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever held the strap either. I'm gonna go the name that the name that popped into my head, and and you know without. And like that's kind of the beauty of these is, is is like they're they're almost kind of like a grab bag in and of themselves because we don't we don't pre-screen uh, our, our our topics with each other when we're doing these. Um, but like the the first name that popped into my head is Petey Williams. Like okay, you know I mean I know you had Team Canada and and from the from the from like my best recollection I know like they were featured quite a bit, but like that guy was was unbelievably athletic obviously a move that's now just become a move uh in in independent wrestling uh with the destroyer but like i remember the first time seeing the canadian destroyer and trying to explain it to people who like had like a vague 
understanding of pro wrestling had like watched yeah. it when they were kids, like trying to explain to them that it's like a leaping Hearn Conrada pile driver thing was like it just it just didn't make sense so i feel like that the, they especially with the company that that did feature um smaller guys more um i feel like that they're probably there's probably a lot of meat left on the bone with pd williams it's a great call all right uh okay so we go to mine uh blank is the perfect fast food meal and with with this you don't have to but you can mix and match items from all fast food restaurants so it's not just the best mcdonald's meal it is the best fast food meal and if anybody i mean i have mine but if anybody has theirs first feel free to hop in i was born for this <laughs> <laughs> Do you already got it, Tim? I do. All right, go ahead. I sure do. Uh, for beverage, I'm going a large Chick-fil-A sweet tea light ice. Mm, good choice. For my entree, this is me personally, but I'm going with the Super Sonic Bacon Cheeseburger. Okay, all right. I know you're a big it, Sonic guy. You're a big Sonic guy. When it guy. is cooked to perfection, that burger is top notch. I did have a, I did eat at Sonic about a month ago because I remembered that some of them are, be- are open again in Lancaster County. And mm-hmm. man, so good. Uh, for the side, I'm going with the newly christened or the newly re- reimagined or redesigned or redone uh always salted fresh wendy's french fry okay i will also take a four count mcnugget okay with barbecue sauce okay good choice and i will get a chocolate dipped cone from dairy queen oh solid that's a good meal. That's a good meal. And I will never say another great thing on any podcast ever again. That is the last thing I have to, I can say contractually. That is my walk off home run. I'm done. I'm done with three count there. I cannot say anything else. <laughs> That'll be our transition from meal to meal. Um, Matt or Ryan, if you guys have yours. Yeah, well, Matt, well, while Tim was going, I was able to to craft something here uh, i'm gonna go uh i'm gonna go big mac so okay. obviously it's my favorite fast food sandwich fucking love a big mac um i will partner them with arby's curly fries they love god do i love arby curly fries um to wash it down i'm gonna go uh one of two things i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna get a, a large coke from mcdonald's can't touch a large coke um, then I'll swing over to the Chick-fil-A and I'm going to get a Chick-fil-A peach milkshake. Those peach milkshakes, uh, whew, they do me good. And, uh, if that wasn't enough ice cream, I'll swing back to McDonald's and I'm just going to get a basic ass hot fudge sundae. Mm, good choice. Call me the hot fudge sundae. I've got mine as well then. You can grease up the, the, the lady making it. She'll put a little hot fudge on the bottom. And there's a hot fudge up top, and then you know you're in. That's right. That's how. That's the how. Ultimate, the ultimate flirt right there. All right. Put uh, hot fudge on the bottom of my Sunday. <laughs> I'm a bitch. Wings. All right, Matt, go ahead. I'm going to start at Arby's, getting the limited time during Lent season Arby's big fish sandwich. Um, wow. Okay. I'm going to then. Move my way to McDonald's to get the orange high C out of the fountain to wash down my beverage. Um, I'm then going to stop at Wendy's for my dessert and get a a nice frosty. Um, And then I will 
for my side and my secondary main event, I'm stopping finally at Taco Bell to get a chicken crunch wrap supreme and the cheesy fiesta potatoes. Dude, those cheesy fiesta potatoes are so much better than they have any business being. Yeah. It's absurd. It is absurd. Uh, another good choice for you, Matt. Wings! Um, Jim, on your suggestion, I stopped by uh, Taco Bell the other day for breakfast. Okay. That breakfast salsa is fucking delicious. Dude, I'm telling you, man. Oh, like, my God. Every time, every time I go to, I don't, I don't make it to Taco Bell for breakfast a lot because they only open at eight for breakfast, and sometimes they are running a little behind. Um, so I start work at nine, so I don't always get out there. But when I do, I always get, I always ask for just a ton of the breakfast salsa because, like, there's nothing that innately makes it a breakfast salsa, uh, but they only have it available during breakfast hours. So I will get it to put on. My uh, other Taco Bell food that I get later. So good. Uh, but so yeah, good. yeah, d- I, and and their breakfast in and of itself very tasty. I think. Um, all right, so my uh, my f- uh, perfect fast food meal. I'm going to go to Chick Fil A for the spicy chicken deluxe uh, with the honey roasted barbecue sauce. Then I'm heading over to Burger King. For the, uh, I know they don't like technically make it anymore, but like they have the rodeo burger. I'm getting the rodeo cheeseburger. Um, then I am getting Arby's curly fries with horsey sauce. Then I'm swinging over to McDonald's for a large McDonald's Coca-Cola because theirs is the best Coca-Cola. And then I am making it to Wendy's for a large chocolate frosty. So, that is my perfect fast food meal. Wings! Have you guys tried the strawberry frosty yet? Uh, on your advice, Ryan, I did, and boy howdy was that delicious. Yeah, it was real good. It was real good. Chocolate's still the king, but oh, uh, sure. but but if and when they have the... The strawberry, I will, uh, I will. It is definitely a do-over. I've actually never done the vanilla because I'm always just a chocolate frosty guy, but um, they, I'm, I'm a sucker for, actually, as Jr. would say, I'm a bitch for the, um, for for the limited time only stuff. So, you slap a limited time only on something, and you are gonna get my fat ass to your restaurant. It's just, it's just how it yeah. goes. Uh do we have uh do we have anything else gentlemen are we closing it out for the week this was a quick one yeah i know you guys started before i'll say right? we yeah i mean we're we're still at a just just a click under an hour um but uh ryan do you have anything to plug no i i think i i said it last week i think uh you know rights are rights and uh you know, marriage is marriage and love is love, and we, we should probably take care of each other better. Yeah, I would agree. Matt, do you have anything? Uh, Nope. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Perfect. Tim? Same. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Yeah, uh, this Thursday night live, we have Bro Keller will be joining us. Um, So make sure you, uh, you tune in. Okay, real quick, I'll be honest. I can't believe at SummerSlam that return. I'm, sh- I'm shocked we haven't talked about the return. We haven't done that. I think we'll talk about that on Thursday. Um, how would big return from SummerFest? The SummerFest is uh, is just a few days away from us, Ryan. SummerSlam. Oh, fuck, I'm a week ahead. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> God damn it. I can't <laughs> believe what happened at uh, Death Before Dishonor, though. That was. There we go. That was a moment, but that's what I meant. That's that's the real summer fest. That's the real fest of summer. But but with only paying attention, I've got to drive. It's okay with only about 30, 30 seconds before the hour here. Uh, you know we can't get into it. Maybe we'll get into it on Thursday. Might might actually ask. We might ask Bro Keller about it on Thursday night. So make sure you uh you tune in for that. I know he's gonna uh, be previewing SummerSlam with us. Uh, we're gonna have some fun with him. Um, so make sure you check that out. Make sure you're subscribed 
to us on all podcast platforms, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is at three count Thursday. So you do not miss the show. Get us on YouTube as well. And our merchandise over at T public.com. Uh, until next time, uh, Thursday night, we're live. Stay, 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 stay safe, stay smart and go for the pins.